We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Go, you Redbirds! Go, you Redbirds! On the battle, fight for ISU! Welcome to In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics podcast. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. Hi again, and welcome in for yet another edition of In the Nest, the official podcast of Illinois State Redbird Athletics from Learfield. My name is John Fitzgerald, and over the next 30 minutes or thereabouts, we will get you caught up on all the latest from Redbird country, as well as a great conversation about the new name, image, and likeness legislation that has burst upon the collegiate scene since its inception just over a year ago. Recently, Illinois State University became the first NCAA institution in the country to place two full-time staff members in charge of the NIL initiative. And you will meet both of them on this week's episode, as we'll sit down with Illinois State's Director of Name, Image, and Likeness and Community Relations, Maya Bulger, and the Redbirds' Director of Social Media, NIL, and Student Athlete Branding, Dayton Hammes. But first, let's catch you up on some of the latest news in Redbird Athletics. And the 2022 seasons are officially underway. As first-year head coach Marissa Kresge and the Redbird soccer team kicked off their campaign last Thursday night in a heartbreaking 1-0 loss on the road at Illinois. The Illini scored the match's lone tally with just five minutes left in regulation as Audrey Brown and Daniela Gerges combined to record seven saves on the night. Then on Sunday afternoon, the soccer team dropped its home opener 4-0 to Eastern Michigan at Adelaide Street Field. The Birds will now head west for a date with Utah State on Thursday night out in Logan, Utah. The Redbird football and volleyball teams both hosted their annual red and white scrimmages this past weekend. First-year head coach Allie Matters' squad is the preseason favorite in the Missouri Valley Conference, and they will open the 2022 campaign this weekend 
at the University of Cincinnati tournament. The Birds will meet the Bearcats on Friday morning before taking on the Florida State Seminoles at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. Illinois State will close out the tournament on Saturday night with a match against Dayton. And congratulations to former Illinois State first-team All-MVC performer Juju Redmond, who signed a professional contract last week, making her the 18th player in Redbird women's basketball history to sign a professional basketball contract. Redmond inked a deal with Spar Gran Canaria, a member of the top professional league in Spain. Juju capped off her Redbird career last spring after leading the Valley in scoring and becoming one of just four Redbirds to eclipse 1,200 career points over just three seasons in an Illinois State uniform. That's a quick look at some of the latest headlines in Redbird country. When we come back, we'll discuss name, image, and likeness here at Illinois State with Maya Bulger and Dayton Hammes. Stay with us as In the Nest continues right after this timeout. Head coach Brock Spack and the Illinois State football team are ready to roll this fall, and we want you to be a part of the action. Starting at just $50, season tickets are now on sale. Come out and support this season and lock your seats in for all six home contests. To purchase and for all other ticket questions, contact the ISU Athletics Ticket Office at 309-438-8000. That's 309-438-8000. Welcome back to In the Nest. We're joined this week by two members of the Illinois State Athletic Department whose major focus has been on the newly developed name, image, and likeness endeavors that burst upon the collegiate athletic scene back in July of 2021. Maya Bulger, Illinois State's Director of Name, Image, and Likeness and Community Relations, and Dayton Hammes, the Department's Director of Social Media, NIL, and Student Athlete Branding. Thank you both so much for taking some time today, and why don't we start very broadly, and just define what name, image, and likeness is for the fans out there. Yep, so name, image, and likeness is your name, your image, and your likeness, and they're the three concepts that are under the legal term of right of publicity. So now, under Illinois state law, student-athletes can earn compensation for their name, image, likeness, and voice. And when I explain that to individuals, I start with name. That's your name, that's if you go to a professional sporting event and you buy a jersey and it has an athlete's name on it they're capitalizing on their name when you bring up image that's that student athlete's image and how they look and then their likeness i always refer to their status as a student athlete on campus you have a certain status and student athletes are utilizing that status to generate compensation when it comes to voice i always bring up podcasts like what we're doing right now Dave and I are receiving compensation for this, but if a student athlete (laughs) were to get on a podcast, they have the opportunity to receive compensation for their voice on that podcast. So that's the overarching idea of what NIL is. And then some of the vocabulary that has gone along with it over the last year or so that it's been in existence, things like collectives and aspects like that, how do you define those? Yep, so a collective is a third-party entity outside of Illinois State Athletics or an athletic department that collectively gathers funds and distributes that to student-athletes for a service or type of work, right? So the student-athlete has to do something to receive compensation from that third-party entity, and sometimes those are just fans, those are donors, those are just community members, but it's a group of individuals that collectively come together 
to generate a pot of funds and then distribute to student athletes in exchange for some type of service or work. So broadly speaking, obviously the creation of name, image, and likeness has created a bit of a seismic shift in college athletics, especially for fans who have been longtime fans, and this seems all very foreign to them. NIL coming about in July of 2021, really hand-in-hand with the change in the transfer portal where people don't have to sit out in a year, has almost weaponized this thing in favor of players and sometimes the big-time programs. How difficult has that been to navigate since, to be perfectly honest with you, the rules have changed mightily over the last 12 months? I don't really say it's, I wouldn't say it's been difficult. I just feel like there's been a lot of confusion, right? A lot of individuals who are like, I know I can do this, but how do I do it, right? So I think that's where a lot of the education comes into play and just navigating that space of, hey, I transferred here, or hey, we have NIL opportunities here. Just understanding what you can and can't do and taking advantage of it and using it to your best ability as a student athlete. Now, generally speaking, Power Five, some of the bigger state schools especially, with larger alumni bases, have been able to capitalize on this and use it from a recruiting standpoint. Whether or not that's correct or not is up for debate. But that being said, as you guys try to navigate this, it's not so much about trying to outbid somebody when one of the Illinois State players or mid-major players in the transfer portal, but just having something for them to stay, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's really important. And Honestly, I feel like NIL here at Illinois State has been a, a big recruiting point, right? So we're the first in the NBC to have one person. We have two people dedicated to NIL um, and even have a program set in place for our student-athletes. So just like parents and student-athletes come in and they sit down with coaches and ask, hey, how is the student center going to benefit our student-athlete or my student when they come here They're asking, how is NIL going to impact my student athlete and how you guys are preparing them to navigate that space? So being able to sit down with recruits or parents as a coach and say, hey, here at Illinois State, we have two people dedicated just to that space to help them navigate honestly has been a big, you know, recruiting advantage. And Dayton, a lot of the social media focus for the student athletes here at Illinois State, as well as not only creating their brand, but really extending their brand throughout the community and throughout the nation in certain instances falls under your purview. How have you really gone about marketing and some of those endeavors? Yeah, I would say, like Maya said earlier, it's a lot of education. Um, I think we do a really good job here at Illinois State with providing our athletes that content they need to, you know, like Maya said, um, promote themselves as a student athlete. They have that student athlete status and that's what people know them for in our community. Um, So continuing to educate them on how to post content, types of content, understanding their engagement, um, things like that. That's a big part of my role and how they can use that engagement they have on social media and translate that into their NIL partnerships that they might have in the future. Now, Illinois State, amid virtually every school at all levels of Division One since July of 2021, put somebody in their athletic department, for the most part, who NIL is under their guise, under their purview. Illinois State has gone a step further, not only, as you said, being the first NCAA institution to have two people directly overseeing name, image, and likeness, but more importantly, the creation of the visualized program, which isn't just a name on a directory that says, hey, we are going to take care of you from NIL standpoint and 
allow you to achieve whatever your goals are, but really a one-stop shop for the student-athletes here, isn't it? It is. And so we have three focuses or three main ideas that we focus on when it comes to visualize, and that's education, professional development, and community engagement, right? Protecting and positioning has been a big focus for us to win helping these student-athletes navigate, right? There's a lot of people out there, a lot of businesses out there taking advantage of student-athletes. And so that's when we say, hey, we need to educate these student-athletes to know what they can do, what they can't do, what to look out for. So that's why we stick with education. Professional development comes in when you deal with taxes, right? Our student-athletes are going to have to submit their taxes in tax season, and they need to know how to do that. So it's our responsibility here as an athletic department to make sure they're equipped to do that. And then we have our community engagement aspect where our student-athletes need to get out in the community and engage with these businesses and and create a relationship so the student-athletes can benefit from these businesses in a sense of NIL, but also these businesses you know, benefit from these student athletes in a sense of marketing and utilizing them in this community. So those have been our three main focuses. But like I said, protecting and positioning has always been our main focus from the jump. We want to make sure that they're able to navigate the space in a safe way where they're protecting their rights and who they are as a person and a student athlete um, and also position them to actually make these good decisions, whether that's, you know, on your social media account, cleaning that up and making sure that you're very marketable to these companies or just positioning you to make smart decisions. So that's been our main focus. And we've seen a lot of success with that. And there is an aspect to not all student athletes will be able to take advantage of an NIL agreement. But at the very least, they're getting an education on how business works, even some of the entrepreneurial aspects that are going to be involved in their postgraduate plans. So it really, whether or not they get one or not, it's really an educational aspect and you're really extending the student athlete experience. Right. And like I mentioned, parents come in and they ask, hey, how are you supporting my student in academics? And as a human being, they're asking now, how are you going to support them in the NIL space to make sure that that they're being safe? And that's our goal. That's what we want to do. We want to make sure that they're able to walk away from Illinois State saying, hey, I took advantage of every opportunity that I could. And Illinois State Athletics helped me and supported me through that process. And Dayton, since you guys have been involved, which is obviously a lot shorter than the 14 months that NIL has been in existence, how have things gone from a success standpoint with the student-athletes? Yeah, they've been really receptive of it. They're definitely excited to have some direction. Um, They're thrilled that there's two of us. So we have over 400 student-athletes, so being able to divide and conquer in that space has been awesome. Um, and they're honestly just really excited. They, they love coming to meet with us. They love talking, social media. Um, I, I kind of mentioned earlier about engagement, but we, I've talked a lot about them about verification and things like that. So seeing how excited they get when they do get that blue check mark and going through that process has been fun for us too. But they've been really receptive, and they're really excited about NIL, and they're, they're putting in the work, which is awesome to see. Um, like Maya said earlier, NIL isn't you know something that's just going to be beneficial for them in college. They're going to take away so many skills from this experience that they can carry on in their careers, whether that's professional, being a professional athlete or being a professional in the workplace. So I'm excited about it too. Obviously, a vibrant community here in Bloomington Normal. How many student athletes over the last few months have been able to take advantage of name, image, and likeness deals? Basically, all of them have the opportunity to do it, um, and a lot of them have been. So last year, probably since July 1, when this all went into 
place we had maybe 50 deals overall um, out of our student athletes and within the past three months of Dana and I being in these positions we've had over 100 transactions or deals done which has been awesome right and I think a lot of that difference between last year and this year was just basically education and letting these student athletes know like hey you can do this and it's more than you know doing one thing or another you have the opportunity to host a camp if you want you have the opportunity to do a public appearance you have the opportunity to do a podcast you have the opportunity to start a merchandise line like there's so much you can do in this space that student athletes before didn't know about and now they have Dane and I here to navigate them through that process to let them know hey you can do this and this is how you do it right so we've seen a lot of success in in that area and it's just really it's really exciting to see them all bring all their ideas to fruition we've had student athletes come in and we just had a football player say, hey, I want to do a merchandise line and give all of my proceeds to a nonprofit. So it's those cool things that that make you love NIL, right? Because a lot of it is centered around paying student athletes. But you see stories like that and you're like, wow, he's really utilizing his name and image to impact someone, someone else and impact his community. So we've been enjoying the process. The student athletes have been getting creative with things and, and we've seen a lot of positivity out of this. So I'm a freshman baseball player, come to campus, meet with you or Dayton, say that I'm incredibly interested in pursuing all avenues with regard to NIL. How does that matchup process then work? So basically, the student athlete will either come to Dayton or I will start with their social media, I'll shoot them over to Dayton, Dayton will help them clean that up, um, figure out who their audience is, and once they get all of their stats on their social media accounts, um, and when I bring up stats, I say we have... We have platforms where student athletes can figure out, hey, my audience is or consists of individuals from the age of 18 to 30 who have an interest in sports, right? So they'll take that information gained from Dayton um, and their following, present it to me, and then I'll help them navigate the space of figuring out what businesses would be compatible with them and figuring out their interests and then doing the outreach from that point of view. As part of your guys' role, obviously, involving the community, corporate businesses um, who might be willing to take part in this endeavor. At what point does the mid-major aspect become a more difficult hurdle just because of the fact that this is an institution who right now is doing obviously an indoor football facility. There's brick and mortar things throughout campus that are looking to be fundraised for. There's the university development arm. And while it's not within you guys, be it the athletic department or the institution asking for this money, there are only so many ways that you can kind of get blood from a turnip. So (laughs) how do you go about really educating people that there are just different buckets that they can donate to? And NIL now is one of them. Right. So I'll have businesses reach out and they'll specifically have an idea for their marketing plan. Right. Or they'll have a specific campaign that they're utilizing. And I want to say something about the Bloomington Normal community. It's a very unique community in the sense of they love Illinois State. Right. So they might not necessarily need the marketing plan, but if that's a way for them to give back to a student athlete and allow that student athlete to utilize their name, image and likeness, they find a way. Right. And that has been obviously the beauty, like the most beautiful thing for me when, you know, doing my community engagement aspect and figuring out what these companies want is that they just want to help student athletes and they want to utilize them in any type of way. So whether that's tweaking their marketing plan from um, utilizing something else to do marketing and, and switching that up with our student athletes, they find a way and they've been finding success in that. So 
the branding aspect as far as tying them in with specific corporate partners and based upon, I'm assuming, the amount of followers they have, how attractive are they as a destination for a company to invest in? If I have a 1,000 followers, are there aspects that you could guide me in to increase that social media platform and extend my brand a little bit more to be more attractive to places? Yeah, so social media changes every day, just like how NIL does. So um, as, um, as that changes, I'll tell student athletes, um, for example, hey, like right now, Instagram Reels is the way to grow your following on Instagram sp- specifically because Instagram is really only pushing out video content on, that, um, on their platform right now. They're trying to mimic TikTok. So that's something I've been telling athletes a lot lately to try to grow their following on Instagram specifically. That's where a lot of our athletes um, spend most of their time. They're Instagram, they're Instagram kids. They prefer um, that platform. Um, so as those changes come along and as I talk to contacts I have with Meta and Twitter, um, that, that's, we just adjust day by day for that and then um, give them that advice there. We talk about Power Fives obviously has, to a certain extent, flexed their muscles in using this with regard to the transfer portal. And then we talk about mid-majors, but specifically the Missouri Valley Conference. You guys have said you were one of the first leaders in doing this. Have you guys been able to track some of the success of the different member institutions and where Illinois State kind of ranks within that? I'm going to be honest with you. Like we mentioned, <laughs> there's not really much going on in the Missouri Valley Conference surrounding NIL outside of Bradley releasing their men's basketball collective. So <laughs> right now I would say Illinois State is just kind of leading the pack and I hope or I would hope that uh, other institutions would follow suit for the sake of student athletes. But right now, there, there really hasn't been that much to follow. Well, that goes and moves forward a little bit with regard to where this fits in the entire space of the athletic department. And coaches, dependent upon probably the day or hour that you speak to them, have their pluses or minus with regard to the transfer portal and all the changes that have taken place. But from a competitive advantage standpoint of a coach being able to go out and recruit, you guys have really upped the ante for the Redbirds. Yeah, definitely. Um, We have coaches all the time. They're all in on NIL here at Illinois State. We get them sending us articles (laughs) daily. Um, And they're just really excited to have the support, too, just like the student athletes. Um, That's what I was going to add earlier um, in terms of the Valley. Like, at Illinois State, we are just so lucky to have the resources that we do. as a mid-major school and we're just we're just really proud to offer those resources to our student athletes and like Maya says all the time like we definitely want to be the best in the valley but we also just want to be the best um that doesn't always have to be just that conference window like we just want to be the best in general absolutely and you guys in a very short amount of time have unveiled the visualized program for the student athletes have obviously gotten up to speed on all the things that are taking place but Dayton you mentioned it moments ago the the uprights are moving every two, three days with regard to this. So outside of all the work you've put into it to this point, I would think trying to guess what's next or stay abreast of the newest changes has to be just as difficult for you guys on a daily basis. It has been very difficult, but um, honestly, when I first got into this position, because there's no defined outline of how to do this job, I would just communicate with all the other Power Power 5 institutions that have individuals 
designated to NIL and ask them and pick their brain, hey, what are you doing? Or how are you navigating this space? And how are you navigating that space? And it's been a real collaborative effort amongst all the institutions because everyone knows that this is just such an ever-changing industry and ever-changing department. So everyone's just been collaborating, sharing ideas. And um, one big thing that a lot of people are focusing on right now and what we are specifically focusing on is our international student-athletes and letting them know that there is a space for you in NIL and helping them navigate that. So that's probably the biggest hurdle and biggest piece of information that we're working on right now, but there's always going to be something new. There's always going to be. So what's your best guess on what's around the corner? What do you, what do you guys think is coming up next, especially from a social media or digital standpoint? Too difficult to tell. Huh? That's, that's, that's a difficult, that's hard to difficult, predict. It's a difficult question, but I mean, we were at the, our, our soccer game last night and we were meeting with Cam and he's the director of NIL there. And his main focus was, me and him were navigating the international student-athlete space, but also, like, our institution's just going to eventually start paying student-athletes. Like, that's everyone, that's the big overarching conversation. So we are consistently having that conversation. Like, are we one step closer to that? Are we one step outside of that? So that's always just a, a question in the back of people's heads. But there's a lot. You never know what's going to be thrown at you day by day. So... And let's say institutions do start paying student-athletes. NIL is not going away at any point. It's just going to be an add-on, and at that point, a very attractive add-on from a recruiting standpoint. Right, definitely. But you just literally never know. You know, you never know, and we're just taking it day by day. And as the, as the topics come and hit us, find a way to approach it. We gather our NIL delegates group, um, and that's like our, our group of directors across the country. And we just tackle it day by day and figure out the best way to navigate and provide the best opportunities for these student athletes. You guys have been so proactive as a department um, and even with President Kinsey being involved as an institution to tackle this. As you've seen some schools and, you know, we talked about some peer institutions that maybe aren't doing a ton as as much as you guys have over the last few months. As we said, it's not going away, though. So you can avoid it to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, I would think it would be the equivalent of playing a Division One schedule without scholarships then because this is going to be here to stay. Yeah, NIL is definitely going to be here to stay, and it's just a matter of everyone catching on and finding the best ways to provide these opportunities to student-athletes, right? I think there was a lot of confusion or miscommunication in the beginning of what NIL is and the extent that you could take it in, right? Because a lot of people saw those big million-dollar deals Mm -hmm. dropping, and they're like, oh, that's all NIL is, but it's not. Like I mentioned before, our student-athletes come in and they say, hey, I know I'm getting ready to graduate, and I have interviews that I need to have clothes for. Is there any way you can find a company that's going to provide work clothes in exchange for me promoting their company. So it's those little things that matter and are incorporated in NIL that a lot of people don't don't really see or doesn't get that media attention. So it's all about knowing your audience and knowing what those student athletes need and utilizing that in that space. Well, we can't predict necessarily what's going to happen and how to navigate it in the broad scope. What do you guys have in play as far as social media upcoming and different things, even extensions to visualize. Yeah, we're really excited. We're going to be launching a Twitter account here in the the next week or so. Um, So hopefully our fans will be able to keep up to date on all things NIL in that space. Um, 
And then we have a couple other programs that we're excited about that we're going to be connecting with some people on campus about um, some more education-related things. But very excited about all that's to come. But make sure you follow us at VisualizeNIL on Twitter. Well, thank you both so much for your time today. It was a um, it was an education for myself as well. That's Maya Bulger, Illinois State's Director of Name, Image, and Likeness in Community Relations, and Dayton Hammes, the Director of Social Media, NIL, and Student Athlete Branding. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with more as In the Nest continues right after this timeout. The Illinois State Volleyball team is ready to roll this fall, and we want you to be a part of the action. Come out and support new head coach Allie Matters and the Volleyball Redbirds for just $65 and lock in your seats for all 12 home matches. To purchase and for all other ticket questions, contact the ISU Athletics Office at 309-438-8000. That's 309-438-8000. Welcome back to In the Nest. Redbird football and volleyball will open the home portions of their campaigns over the next two weeks. And the Illinois State University Athletic Department has also announced mini ticket plans and flex packs for both football and volleyball all season long. Two different plans are available to see Brock Spax Ball Club inside Hancock Stadium this fall as the Land of Lincoln plant will offer tickets to games against in-state rivals Eastern Illinois SIU, and Western, while the home sweet home plan includes tickets to matchups with Valparaiso, South Dakota, and Youngstown State. Prices for both of the three-game packages are $80 for reserved seats and just $55 for general admission seating. The Volleyball Flex Pack allows fans to purchase 10 ticket vouchers, which can be used for any home match throughout the season. For just $55, fans can use all 10 tickets for any one home match, or break them up to be used for multiple matches in and around your schedule. To make your purchase or for more information, visit GoRedbirds.com slash tickets or call the Redbird Ticket Office at 309-438-8000. The 2022 football season is right around the corner, and you can take part to cheer on the birds in the football season opener at Wisconsin on Saturday night, September 3rd, as the Weisbecker Athletic Fund has put together a fan bus that includes transportation to and from the game, lunch, and a complimentary game ticket for just $125. Space is limited to the first 50 fans who sign up. You can register online at GoRedbirds.com or call Aiden Hartman in the Athletic Department at area code 309-438-2752. Fans who make the trek to Wisconsin can also join President Kinsey and Athletic Director Kyle Brennan for the Redbird Tailgate Experience prior to kickoff in Madison. The tailgate will be held between 3 and 5 p.m. at the Wisconsin Union and will include a tailgate buffet, a cash bar, and performances by the Illinois State Big Red Marching Machine as well as the Wisconsin Band, all for just $25 per person. To register, visit GoRedbirds.com promotions and use the promo code BIRDSTAKEWI to get your tickets and register for this exclusive experience. And finally, the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light, returns next Thursday night, September 1st at 6 p.m. from Schooners in Bloomington. We will broadcast from 6 to 7 p.m. every Thursday night throughout the football season. Make plans to join us at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington or listen 
along the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. That'll put a wrap on this week's episode for our guests, Maya Bulger and Dayton Hamas and our entire crew. This is John Fitzgerald. We'll talk to you next week right here on In the Nest. This has been In the Nest, the Illinois State Athletics podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.